This is the picture I want to be on. A radio show that confesses Christ. Without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously. Without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Now let's, yes, the answer is, if a song says the word God, it should be singing about Jesus. But the question here is Jesus mentioned by name or concept is that, is it, is it clear that the person that we're singing to is Jesus? You start to separate others. So I have more good works than that person. And so this is where pietism ends up that, uh, oh, I'm a better Christian because I have more good works than you. Our, our, our evangelism program would basically be like a roast. <laughs> All right, welcome to this edition of Table Talk Radio. I laughed at my own joke the first time, and now I'm laughing at it again. That's uh, pretty this good. Is, this is a special Table Talk Radio edition that's being broadcasted live on YouTube. Well, on, that's what uh, my mom day. used to tell me growing up. You're Don't forget you're special. <laughs> you're special just like everybody else. I told you my mom was a little bit of a hippie. Did the hippies say that? <laughs> you're special. You're questioning everything that your mother said was probably a hippie thing. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I thought we came to the, the... Eat your vegetables. What am I, some sort of hippie? <laughs> Did we come to the conclusion that your mother was not a hippie, though? Yeah, by coercion. Mm. She coerced us into concluding that. Oh, okay. All right, well, in this anyway. edition of Table Talk Radio, we're having our uh, praise song cruncher extravaganza. This is where, because... Extravaganza. Uh, you know, some people... I mean, I don't know who, but some people don't know what the praise song cruncher is all about. Now that's hard to believe, I know. Yeah. But it's true that some people don't don't know what this is. I know. Who who has not heard of the praise song cruncher? Who does not who does not carry around the praise song cruncher in their back pocket? I don't know, but this show is especially for them because we're going to explain every every line on this praise song cruncher 2.0 which I have printed out from our website at tabletalkradio.org. I printed out, it's still on the printer. <laughs> but first, we got to do some buzzwords. So, uh, Pastor yeah, Wolfler, yeah. my theological buzzword for you is anthropology. <laughs> well, how about that? <laughs> What's that mean, Evan? And, uh, well, you know, it's not like you would study anthropology at the university where you go to learn about certain Indian tribes or anything like that. What we're talking about when we talk about... Aborigines. I can use a different example. Dr. Kleinig, was, <laughs> Dr. Kleinig was hanging around here this last couple of days, and he was telling me that, uh, the, that the Lutherans in Australia have made the most progress into the Aborigine culture. So there's whole Aborigine towns that are all Lutheran. That's amazing to me. Okay. Now, that's not what you're talking about. <laughs> no. Theological anthropology is the view of man in light of the scriptures. <laughs> so when we talk about the, uh, the anthropology, theological anthropology, we're talking about how man is, is sinful from birth because of original sin, uh, because of Adam and Eve. Now, not every—this might shock you, Pastor Wolfman there—but not every denomination okay. has the same theological anthropology. Oh dang! <laughs> some some report that the that uh, that this original sin doesn't completely uh, render you helpless before God. It just kind of uh, inclines you towards evil or something like this, so that you have an inclination to sin, but you're not entirely corrupt. The will's not entirely corrupt yes. before God. Well, uh, this isn't what the scriptures teach. There is none that is righteous, no, not one, and none seek after God. Uh, so our theological anthropology is that we are entirely helpless before God. Now that quote from Romans 3, which is a quote from one of the Psalms, it would be one of the Sadies Doctrinae, 
<laughs> that's, for, a, that's uh, a brilliant buzz phrase, by the way. I want to commend you for picking I'm such a good one. I'm going to use that one. Sadie's Doctrinae, which means the seed of doctrine in um, German or Hebrew. I can't remember what language. Uh, Sadie's Doctrinae means the location in the scriptures where we derive the particular uh, theological assertion. So, for example, Sadie's Doctrina of Baptism is Matthew 28 and uh, Mark 6 and so forth. Yeah. Oh, Sadie's right. Doctrinae of Original Sin is uh, Romans 3, uh, Psalm 51. Etc. 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 Okay, very good. Well, let's dive right into the praise song cruncher. But first, we have to uh, get from you. What is the praise song cruncher? Uh, the praise song cruncher is also known as the what was it again? What do we call it? The criteria for, <laughs> for de- determining oh, yeah. the criteria for determining the usefulness of a praise song. So these are five questions that we ask of a praise song to see if it's useful or helpful in the church. Uh, and the now, now, the tricky thing with the praise song, because there used to only be one criteria for a praise song that we used to ask, and it was not helpful, because we would ask the thing, hey, is there any false doctrine? And we assumed if there was no false doctrine that it was okay to sing. But the problem is the praise song guys got around that little trick <laughs> by writing songs with no doctrine. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be wrong. It's like it's like asking if a fire hydrant has any theological errors in it. Well, it doesn't have any theological anything in it. So, uh, so we had to come up with a little bit more sophisticated rule. It's like, I mean... The praise song cruncher is like the the drug sniffing dog at the airport to see if anyone's smuggling in mysticism. <laughs> and they are you know, vicious too. I tell too. you this one time that we got we got stopped tr- going from Mexico into the United States because we were traveling in this little Plymouth Americana and we had like four spare tires on it because it had been in an accident and the tire rubbed on the fender and and everyone thought we were smuggling drugs or parrots or something. So we had to sit there at the border crossing forever and we. Ooh, man, was I ready to get back into the United States. That, That is what like the praise song cruncher is for mystics. All right. Well, let's oh, yeah. Go, let's go through oh, this. Yeah. Like I said, you can go to tabletalkradio.org and print this off yourself, uh, fold it up, and, and carry it around with you in case you're, you're ever uh, broadsided by a praise song. But the first question... <laughs> you're just sitting there fishing or something. <laughs> Quick, where's my what's, what's where's, praise song? Where's my, <laughs> where's my cruncher? So number one is is Jesus like mentioned? Yes, no, and if yes, is it name or concept? Now we've just explained, explained before that the idea of the concept is to broaden the the possibility of Jesus being mentioned. So it might not actually use the name Jesus, but talk about the Son of God, the Lamb of God, yes, something yes. like this. Uh, but why does Jesus need to be mentioned? Well, he doesn't have to. I mean, it's not. You don't have to mention Jesus. Remember, the praise song cruncher is a conglomerate, so you could sing a song that doesn't mention Jesus. I suspect, um, but if you sing a song that doesn't mention Jesus, you're probably not singing about Jesus. So it's just handy to know. Hey, this isn't about Jesus. Okay. Now, Here. one of the. I mean, this is the question. The same thing is: could a, could our friends, the Muslims, sing this song? And. uh I mean, they might even have hymns to Jesus. Well, let me look up the Muslim hymnal real quick. Okay. Um, TMH. <laughs> the Muslim hymnal. <laughs> so no. it is, I wonder if it's oh, protected by some sort of Sharia copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Oops, I shouldn't uh, have said that. Yeah. Okay, number two. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
A mystical form. Uh, the first the first category in a mystical form is truth, where it uses sentences as subject, <laughs> verb, and object instead of sentence fragments. And the second one is repetition. Is the song repetitive, using the same phrases over and over, kind of like this show? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> the Muslim Book of Worship. I'm going to find it here. Uh, okay. What the, are you talking about? The, uh, mystical form, you know, truth and repetition. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's obvious stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, one of the things that the mystics do is they don't use sentences because the the you cannot – something – if something is not a sentence, it cannot be true or false. If you just have a phrase, it's neither true nor false. The, the categories of true and false don't apply to it. Like – the red truck, and you say that's not true. <laughs> it's not. Well, it's not true. It, it, neither is it false. It's not anything. To make an assertion, the, the 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 smallest you can get for something to be either true or false is a sentence, right? Right. You got that. Mm-hmm. So that's why the mystics and the mystic poets like phrases because it's it 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 goes around the whole truth thing and it enters into your imagination so you're creating a picture but the problem is with the mystics uh and and an example of this would be perhaps our current president who can who as he's going out and doing speeches and things like this everyone is is um because he's not actually asserting anything or saying anything everyone pours their own meaning into his words so that one person hears one thing another person hears another thing but it's because they didn't actually say anything and this is one of the marks of the of the praise song mystics. It's also one of the, just the marks of um, someone who's doing something for generic theology. So like um, you, you want your songs to be sung in Lutheran churches and in Methodist churches and in Baptist churches and charismatic churches. So you can't be too distinctive. Uh, so this is a way to get around it, the whole truth thing. And then the repetitive business is the mantra, the working yourself up into a, you know, Oh, kind of like the, kind of like the drum circles. then. I mean, is that similar? Yeah. Have you heard of those? That's exactly what a drum circle is. Well, yeah. I always hear, the only time I ever hear about them is after the Missouri Senate Youth Gathering. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, so, uh, I, I think you need to explain a little bit more. How does the repetition get to the, and I'm not, I'm not just, you know, making you say it again. No, but how does the repetition uh, uh, create a mystical form? It's the same thing because it, when you have something over and over and over again, it, it, um, uh, it goes it, it out goes, of the cognitive and into kind of uh, right it's into the subconscious or something. I don't know the I don't know the map of the brain, but it it's not a <laughs> it's no longer an assertion to be said. Hey, that's true or that's false. It it uh, when you repeat something over and over and over again, it works into a different part of your brain, which is not the true or false part of your brain. It's more uh, trying Got to invoke, invoke an experience. That right there is professional. I mean that you you do not get that kind of insight on brain psychology anywhere else there's a reason pastor wolf miller is not a psychologist uh okay so we need to hit a commercial break here and then after this commercial break we're going to be yeah we got a personal break here uh, after this commercial break we're going to be uh, ad- <laughs> my, my software wasn't working for a second uh we're going to be addressing the mystical sure. content uh the you song and your software immediacy <laughs> romance loss of self and that's all coming up here on table talk radio oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, wait. If you have a comment or question for us, send us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org, or give us a call, 1-800-385-SOLA. We'll be right back. More Table Talk Radio.
Bible Talk Radio. After a while, you just get used to it. I got a feeling <laughs> that tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good, good night. All right, welcome back to Table Talk Radio. Still going through the praise song cruncher available at tabletalkradio.org. But Pastor Wolfman, you have to explain what you mean. In mystical content, we have five questions here. The first one is of media, immediacy. Does the song talk about an intimate, or sorry, an immediate experience of God? This is when you have songs Either about uh, seeing God, feeling God, touching God, and this is usually where you do your uh, elf impression, isn't it? Yes, because it's a big deal to see God. So you have these songs where people say, "I, I saw the Lord." You're like, "What? You saw him?" What did he look like? What color was he? I mean, what? How close did you get? Real close. Oh, we were touching. You touched God? I mean, this is this. I mean, you know, the Bible talks about uh, there being a a mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, so that there is something between us and the and the unfiltered divine essence. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, the Bible says that nobody can look upon the Lord and live. Woo. So that to see the face of God is to come undone, because we stand there in the light of his holiness and just melt like an Indiana Jones. This, it's, I mean, you have this idea that, that God comes to us mediated through his word and through the flesh and blood of Jesus. But, but the mystics wants to take that down so that you have the immediate experience of the presence of God. You, you touch God directly. You see God directly. You have a, a unity between you and the divine nature. And so mysticism is pushing towards that. And, and what we're saying with the praise song cruncher is that this praise music is mystical in that it's, it's bringing to us the unmediated, unfiltered presence of God. Uh, so that now, and in fact, in fact, through the song, through the music and through the worship experience, I'm here touching and seeing and experiencing the presence of God. So we ask these questions of immediacy and all these other ones that we ask to, to try to sort that out. So, uh, the, the mysticism comes at us from different directions. So you have the, the romantic imagery, that you have the loss of self, that I'm being absorbed. So you have all these liquid metaphors. Uh, what are the other things that we do on this? Well, um, I, I was just... You know, oh, it's internal. Yeah, yeah it's kind of yeah, stirring up right. inside of us. And then it's subjective, so it's about my feelings, which is why you have all the feeling bumps, right? Right. <laughs> now, I think that the that the immediacy category here is the most explicit of the mysticism in the praise songs. I mean, uh, you, so you could you could have a song that has no immediacy, immediacy but it's still mystic because it's not using sentences with subject, ver- verb, and object. But when you have a song that's yep. saying that I'm seeing, feeling, and touching God... It's pretty obvious that it's a mystic praise song. Right, right. Okay. So, so now... And that's what people say. Well, it doesn't mean you're literally touching God. Well, okay, fine. Well, of course... Well, it doesn't mean that because that's crazy. But what does... It has to mean something. I mean, you can't say, I touched the Lord. And you say, well, what do you mean by that? And they say, well, what I mean by that is I didn't touch the Lord. I mean, that doesn't make sense. I mean, <laughs> you know, you, that's just dumb. So it has to mean something. And what it means is, I'm a mystic. Right. <laughs> okay. okay, then uh, explain then the the romance one, you know, the, the songs that uh, you could sing to your girlfriend rather than Jesus. And is this mysticism? Yeah, well, it's one of the... It does not necessarily. I mean, there's passages in the Bible, like the Song of Solomon or Ephesians chapter 5, where it says that the church is the bride of Christ. But this idea of, 
of romance um, is the idea that um, uh, that the mystics will take up that we have this very emotional kind of it's a relationship. So you know, it's it's the whole sense of of of, of the of our salvation being being in a relationship with Jesus. So people will say, well, it's not a religion. It's not. It's what, what do they say? A, a it's not a religion. It's a relationship. Who thought of that? Someone figure out who thought of that. <laughs> All right, don't worry. I'm going to Google it. Oh, okay. Who thought? Uh, okay, let's go on while you're Googling. Uh, loss of self is the next one. Uh, oh, yeah, so I know these songs. When it talks about you know losing your identity, being lost in God. What's the big one? that uh, Something about a uh, a cup of water, f- fitting the ocean into a cup of water, this kind of thing. Uh, so you're just being completely uh, you know surrendering and abandoning ourselves. Uh, this kind of thing. Uh, so this is a loss of self, and is this uh, lend towards mysticism? Yes. Okay, and then we Hold have. On. I'm doing research here. Quiet down. <laughs> Where's Lumpy anyway? Is Lumpy around there? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, he's here. Yeah. Oh boy. I wonder if he's going to make a make an appearance later today. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> that. Lumpy is here. Lumpy is in the building. Um, does Lumpy have anything Lumpy, to say Carrie about watch- the loss Can you tell of self? Carrie's watching the show. Uh, no, I can't. Yeah, this is the kind of Eastern sort of religion. Is that the? Um, you see, it. You have to. You're absorbed into the whole. So now, my own identity is lost with this. Uh, you you have this kind of washing over of the divine nature, and now you're. Uh, your own self it becomes insignificant in the it, you're the drop in the tidal wave of God's mercy and stuff like this. So it's one of the marks of Eastern mysticism. It makes its way into Christianity. Okay. And yeah. then next right. we go to um, internal, so that we have <laughs> the action of, of the song of, of being God inside of me. Uh, this is pretty popular. Yeah. Did you want to know if Carrie's watching so that you would have permission to smoke or not? Yes. <laughs> can you can you tell? <laughs> Last time I started up my pipe on air and she was right there. She, Boom. She's not. You're fine. What do you Go think ahead. You're doing? Yeah, I checked. I checked right, the whole list. She's not. Good. So you're you're safe. <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. So sometimes the song is about God inside of me rather than uh, God outside of me, um, which is not the way the scriptures uh, speak about God. Yeah. Again, sa- same the same thing. It's all about. Uh, uh, the denial of the means of grace. I mean, that's what it really comes down to. It's an anti-sacramental move. Okay. In fact, in fact, so anti-sacramental is the praise song that it itself is a sacrament. <laughs> it replaces the sacrament, right? Yeah. Okay. And then the last one of mystical content is subjective. Is a song about the things that God has done, which would be objective, or about me and what I'm supposed to do. That'd be the subjective. Right. Okay. So that's a, so mystical form and mystical content are a one to ten scale. Ten being very mystical, uh, one being not so mystical. Now, number four is law and gospel. This is where we want to see if law and gospel is properly distinguished. Um, that the law is proclaimed in its sternness, uh, showing us our condemnation, and the gospel showing uh, showing us the sweetness of God's love and mercy in Jesus Christ. That the gospel will not be based upon my actions or my decisions or acceptance. But it'd just be uh, God's uh, love in Jesus Christ uh, as a free gift, unmerited to us. So the the criteria in number four is yes, no, or I can't tell, which is really just no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's not clear. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's there. And uh, just in case we miss anything, there's question number five. Is there any explicit false teaching not already addressed? Yes. So That's right. with that, that is the Praise Song Cruncher. Again, available at our website, tabletalkradio.org. But let's go to our first song. Um, this was sent to us here by uh, Levi in uh, oh n- near my neck of the woods in Bend, Oregon. And he has found what he thinks is the perfect praise song. Um, so this is Show Me Your Glory by Jesus Culture, and this is how it goes. Show me I can't your glory. believe this. <laughs> what do you think? Is that this uh... is really? <laughs> well, now, now, so okay. So here the song says, "I see the cloud, I step in." Does this? You think this is what that refers to? Hold on a minute. Let me demonstrate the cloud here. Oh, hold on. I gotta pull up here. Oh, that cloud. Hmm. Let my prayer rise before, <laughs> as incense. I don't think now. That's... What do you think this singer meant when she said, uh, "I I see the cloud"? Hmm? Well, I think that this is a reference to the cloud in the Old Testament when the people of Israel were um, leaving uh, bondage in Egypt, and they were led by a pillar of cloud by day. What do you think of that? Yes, could be. Well, yeah, that's ex- and so and so it says it says Moses here, right? I want to see your glory as Moses did, flashes of light and rolls of thunder. Ooh, that could be Mount Sinai. And let's uh, let's, yes. let's pick that up on the other side of this break, and we're going to continue crunching the song Show Me Your Glory by Jesus Culture. And uh, that's coming up. What does out. that mean? We have to go like to you, a break. Sorry. Jesus throat is feeling sore, so you go get a Jesus Table Talk Radio. It's like spinach. We know you don't want to, but it's good for you. <laughs> I like this song. Let's play this song. We come a long, long way together. Is this about us? Through the hard times and the good. I have to celebrate you, baby. I have to pray. 
get the joke now? <laughs> Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. Okay, so we're crafting this song. Uh, I see the cloud. I got the text too. I step in. I want to see your glory as Moses did. Flashes of light and rolls of thunder. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Okay. Now, here's the text. Let's just compare that, that song to the text from Exodus chapter 20. Okay. Verse 18. And this is after the Lord boomed out the Ten Commandments from Mount Sinai. Now, all the people witnessed the thundering, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. You shouldn't smoke, mountain. <laughs> And when I hope the people Carrie's saw not it, watching. They tr- <laughs> oh, I, know. I hope she's not reading this text. She'll be so disappointed in that mountain. Is that mountain smoking? Doesn't that? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind about that. Now, uh, they no. Oh yeah. Now watch. This is important. What happens? They saw it. They, the people, trembled and stood far off. And they said to Moses, "You speak with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die." And Moses said to the people, Do not fear, God has come to test you, that his fear may be for you, that you may not sin. Hmm. So the people stood far off, but Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was, etc. Now, uh, I want to say this. Oh, yeah. So here, Moses, the people hear the real Ten Commandments and they say, Oh, my. Uh, Moses, you better go talk to God for us because if we get too close, he's going to kill us. Now, Now, just fast forward to this song. And it says, yeah, never mind what happened in the Old Testament. We want to get close. <laughs> in fact, it says here, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. So, I'm lost, awed by your beauty, lost in your eyes. What? I want to walk in your presence like Jesus did? This is, are you, do, you, do you see what that's saying? I want, to be a, I want to be a divine person like Jesus so that I can stand your presence, which is mysticism. Your glory surrounds me and I'm over. So that the people of the Old Testament say, Lord, don't, don't come near to us unless we die. The people of the Jesus culture say, Lord, we're not afraid. We can handle your presence. We're more awesomer than the people of the Old Testament. Okay, now let me, let me, uh, oh my goodness. Let me play a little devil's advocate here. Uh, mm-hmm. What if they said then that, well, we don't have to be afraid like they did because we have Jesus' death for us. They had people of old Old Testament had Jesus' death for them too. I mean, Jesus was there in the pillar and in the cloud. I mean, Jesus was there on the stick as the bronze serpent. Jesus was there in the in the in the uh, tabernacle, being you know giving his forgiveness in the blood of the bulls and goats. They had Jesus just as well as we do, and they knew that when the Lord starts thundering His law, you have to watch out. You can't just walk up and say high fives. No, fist pump, Jesus. <laughs> That's nuts. Huh. I'm getting the impression you don't like huh. this song. All right. So, is Jesus mentioned? Oh, how we love you. I was, by the way, reading this Bible passage this morning in Galatians. You know this passage? I know Galatians. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll get to it. The end of Galatians chapter 2. Uh, it's no longer I live. Christ. Uh, my, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I live. Christ lives in me. Then how? Uh, of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. Now, so who, who loves who loves who? Jesus loves us, and who gives up themselves for who? Jesus gives himself up for us. No, no, not 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 in our with our American Christianity pals. It's me giving my life up for Jesus. Me loving Jesus. That's what it says. Oh, how we love you. Oh, how we love you. Love you. Love you. I'm not afraid. 
Show me your glory. I could take it. I mean, it might have killed those old saps in the Old Testament, <laughs> but not me, man. I'm rocking awesome. All right. This kind of, this kind of, this mystical arrogance, and it, ooh, it it comes to us as this kind of false humility. Because here, who am I? And now God's going to come to me, and 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 dwell with me because I'm just re- here. This, this uh, no, it is it. It's the height of pride. This kind of nonsense. Show me your glory. I'm not afraid. Eesh. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. Is that not in the Bible somewhere? Over and over. I mean, and here we say, oh, not me. Not afraid anymore. So, is Jesus mentioned? And would would there be any reason that uh, Google can't hear you anymore? No. It should be able to hear me. It's showing up. Can okay. you not hear me? No. I mean, I can't hear you, but it doesn't show up on the Google thing. That's fine. Yeah. Sorry. I don't think I mess with anything. I'll check. Nope. And then you left. And then you come back. No, uh-huh. I'm here. I'm back. Okay, you're back. Okay, so is Jesus mentioned in the song? Yeah, he was here because I, we were loving him, right? Right. Oh, how we love you. Oh, yeah, and also because we want to be like Jesus. Okay. I want to walk in your presence like Jesus did. Oh, brother. Uh, I want to see your glory as Moses did. Look at, look at this. I, I want to see your glory as Moses did. I want to walk in your presence like Jesus did. How about that? Nice little parallel between Jesus and Moses. Yeah. Gee whiz, this could be in the Catholic hymnal. <laughs> is that copyrighted? Okay, anyway. Um, mystical form, does it use uh, sentences with subject, verb, and object? Mostly. And uh, repetition. I think we, I mean, I don't think the sheet demonstrates the kind of repetition that there really is in the song as we listen to the video. Because that Show yeah, Me yeah. Your Glory was repeated about ten more times than it's printed. So highly repetitious. Yep. Highly repetitious, indeed. Okay. And then okay. Uh, okay. what What about uh, immediacy? Uh, yes. I mean, that's all what it's about. When I see your glory, I see the cloud I'm stepping in. Remember this? Flashes of light, rolls of thunder. Now I'm in the... I'm in the immediate presence of God. That's that. That is. I want to be lost in your eyes. Walk in your presence. That's the whole thing is about this immediate presence of God. And and how does it happen? It happens in the singing of this song. (laughs) Oh, all right. That 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 the church cannot recognize this as just like instant soul poison is really a bad sign. Mm. Soul poison. Soul poison. What about romance? Is there any romance in it? That's going to be the name of the next... I'm going to start a praise band called Soul Poison. <laughs> You'll get your CCLI thing credits, and this 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 money goes to Soul Poison. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Any romance? Any use of romantic imagery? Yeah, yeah. I'm awed by your beauty, lost in your eyes. I mean, the Psalms can talk like this appropriately. The one thing I ask of the Lord, that which I seek, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord in his temple. Mm. Mediated glory. <laughs> okay. What about loss of self? Mm. Mm. I, no, I didn't get there. That's what this is lacking. Okay, so it's not the perfect they, praise they song. They forgot to put that so in there. So close to the perfect praise song. Um, internal, we could add a line. God working inside of I me. I long to stay in your presence. It's where I belong. It's where I no longer am I, because I am you and me together are one. 
So yeah. What is that? What was the question? Uh, now we're on internal. Got inside of me. Yeah. Well, it's not outside. I long to stay in your presence. It's where I belong. Who knows where this is happening? Okay, and then subjective uh, things that I do versus what God does. Just, I'd guess yes, probably. Okay, because we or have maybe. God showing me his glory rather than me revealing my own. Just... I mean, is it happening? It says, look, I want to see your glory as Moses did. Flashes of light and rolls of thunder. Now, is that literal light and thunder? No. <laughs> so it's something else. It's not objective thunder. It's okay. subjective thunder. It's soul thunder. That's going to be my... That's going to be my breakout. Soul. That's going to be my... So the, soul the band will be Soul Poison, and then the album will be Soul Thunder. Yeah. Soul, soul Poison is releasing their album debut today, Soul Thunder. Be sure to look for that on the shelves. Okay, I think uh, Law Gospel is pretty clearly mixed up in this uh, song. What do you think? I'm ready for the next one. Okay. Any explicit false teaching? <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, yeah, the whole deal. Okay. I mean, the whole thing is mystical. Which is false teaching. All right, so is this one crunched? Crunched. Now, uh, it's time to do some Revelation song. Now, do you know what's special to us about the Revelation song? No. We had the opportunity to interview its writer. Remember this? Oh, is this our buddy Chris Tomlin? No, this is uh, Jenny Lee Riddle, uh, which we interviewed uh, several years ago. So that's available on our Table Scraps uh, tab. Uh, But here, let me check the time. Man, the best part of that interview was the part that was after the interview that we didn't record. Remember it's that? It's true. Ah, Tell you we... what, we, we have a minute before our break. Let's play the song, then we'll go right to the break, and then we'll come back and start crunching. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Holy, holy is He. Sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Holy, holy is he. Sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. All right, we'll be right back on Table Talk Radio right after this break. We'll do some more praise on crunching. Don't go away. And I can't stop this feeling I've got. I know who I am and I know what I'm not. I know what I've gained and I know what I've lost. But I can't stop this feeling I've got. Wasn't I looking yet? Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. This is Table Talk Radio. Yeah, you're doing when you're hoping when I 
Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. All right, so keep it up. Before the break, we were listening to the Revelation song. Uh, the chorus goes like this. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. With all creation I sing praise to the King of kings. You are my everything. I will adore you. Yeah. Clothed in rainbows of living... <laughs> <laughs> living color. Flashes. All Bible parts until that, yeah, part. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's in there, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot the Greek word for that, but. Uh, <laughs> flashes yeah. of lightning, it, rolls I of thunder. It's a derivative of you. <laughs> <Ya-on. laughs> Blessing and honor, strength and glory and power be to you, the only wise king, yeah. And then repeat yeah. chorus. <laughs> okay, so let's start looking you say at this. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so is Jesus mentioned? Uh, hmm. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Here's Jesus. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. That's Jesus. Okay, good. Uh, mystical form. Is there uh, truth and repetition? Holy, holy, sing a new song to him. I think it is a sentence mostly here. You are my everything, and I will adore you. Clothed in rainbows of living color, flashes of lightning, rolls of thunder. Soul thunder. <laughs> the mention, at the mention of your name, Jesus, your name is power, breath, and living water. Such a marvelous... Mi- that is not a sentence. Nope. Okay. I found a sentence fragment. Okay. 50-50 here. No, this is like 20% not sentences. All right. Uh, what about repetition? We have a little bit of repetition in here. Yeah, slightly repetitious. Not, not too bad. Okay. Holy, well, holy, holy, by the way, does not count as repetitious because that's uh, one holy for each person of the Trinity. Correct. Okay, now let's go to mystical content where we have the immediate um, romance, loss of self, internal and subjective. Slightly. It edges on that. I mean, not really. This is not as bad as most. Uh, you are my everything, I will adore you. Well, filled with wonder, awestruck wonder at the mention of your name, such a marvelous mystery. It it starts to edge onto that kind of stuff. But it's mostly, this is mostly just piecing together these various praise um, hymns from the Revelation. Right. So which, that's what's going on here. Which, in that context, would be uh, when we, when we the, I mean, the first time ever, we would have um, God without mediation, right? When we actually... Uh, shed these <laughs> sinful, sinful bodies and and enter, in, enter his yeah. enter heaven, the new creation. Yeah, right. Okay. Probably, but this is. I mean, look, Jesus still has flesh, and in the end, right. so do you. So true. Okay, and then uh, law gospel. Um, I don't see much. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of this adoration sort of thing, right? So, um. <laughs> I don't see much law and gospel. Like this is, I mean, this is summarizes like this: Jesus, you're really, really awesome, and I'm singing about it. Yep. <laughs> Which is a lot of the songs, I mean, right? Yeah. Right. Um, yep. So. Okay. Any explicit false teaching? Not necessarily. Uh, can you see any? No. Okay. So, uh, yeah, not necessarily. I don't. Uh, uh, it's just kind of. I mean, it's all right. I think this song's probably uh, kind of mid range. It's not the worst. This would be one that we would uh, uh, say would be good for use in maybe the car or 
you know, as you're getting ready yeah, in the morning to have on the radio or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like because it it lacks the it, it lacks the uh, teaching of the forgiveness of sins and just just uh, adoring the character and nature of God. Yep. So, okay. All right. Now we have the last one here. Uh, this was sent to us uh, as well. Um, this is uh, "Walk by Faith." Um, I don't. I didn't write down who that's from. Do you have that there? Nope. All right. Oh, Jeremy Camp. Here we go. Jeremy Camp, "Walk by Faith." Will I believe you when you say your hand will guide my every? Will I receive the words you say Every moment of every Okay. Um, help me huh. to win my endless fears. What are we gonna do with You've this? been so faithful all my years, for for all my years. With one breath, you make me new. Your grace covers all I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the <laughs> not a reference to the divine name. <laughs> this is not Yahweh. It's Yahweh. <laughs> Okay, so um, is Jesus mentioned? Oh boy, hmm. I forgot to look for that. Well, no, in fact, he's not. Would you look at that? Mm. No Jesus here. No Jesus. Now I, I know. Do but, you see Jesus? Uh, no, I don't. And I know people say, "Well, when it's talking about you or your, it's talking to Jesus." But remember, we wanted to have this criteria that our songs would be different than the the Muslim hymnal, and uh, if if. TLH. TMH, I mean. <laughs> Does that mean TMH? The Muslim hymnal. Mus- Muslim. So if, if, if we're going to just assume um, second person pronouns are singing to God, it won't be good enough to separate it from any other religion. Unless there's something else in the song that would, that would demonstrate that. You know, like if it said, you died on the cross for all of my sins, that, well, that would be pretty obvious. It's, it's referring to Jesus. But it doesn't say that. Just your hand. Your hand will guide my every, every way. So no There's Jesus. A grace here. The word grace in there. Okay. I found grace, but you know, that doesn't just doesn't that doesn't count. No. Okay. There's M- not not enough. It's not distinctive enough. Mystical form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's slightly repetitive, but um, I think it uses sentences. I was trying to figure out if it says here in our, you know, in our uh, thing. Says, will, well, I will walk by, but I think it should be will. So these should be questions. Will I believe when you would say, your hand will guide me every way? Will I receive your words you say every moment of every day? So these are questions. So, I don't know. Um, it seems like I heard it him say, well, because I remember thinking mm-hmm. that was kind of weird. Let me back up. Should I play it again? Here. Uh, if you have to. Well, here. Every moment of every day Will I, will 
I mean, you have well because will. Be, I mean, yeah, I know it's a the line before. It's a it's a course before. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's well. It's that's a weird sort of thing. Yeah. So I, what I can't see either way. It's law, right? It's um, it's either, will I believe? It's saying I'm supposed to believe. Will I or I will. Either way, it's uh, it's saying what I'm going to do. So things are going to get bad, but I'm still going to plug along. Now, walking by faith and not by sight, that's Bible stuff, you know. We walk by faith and not by sight. So that's, I mean, that's good to to say that. Um, But faith in what? I mean, faith in the word of Jesus who says, hey, I I forgive you. So so to have faith without the word of promise is, um, that's fideism. That's faith in faith. It's not mm-hmm. faith in God's word. Right, right. Okay. Uh, what about, where were we here? Um, did we talk about mystical form? Oh, yeah, that's what you're talking about. So I now, so. Uh, mystical content. Yeah, a little bit. This song really is, I mean, it's this is falling more into the moralistic category rather than to the mystic category because it's all about my conviction to, you know, to stand and to believe. And even when things get tough, I'm going to stand. Stick it out. Um, even when I can't see, I'm going to go the road that you set before me. I mean, that, I, that, that's probably fine here. Um, now, we should say, by the way... One breath you... The, yeah? I was just going to say, we only have about a, about a minute here, but um, when that's the case, when things are getting tough, the crucifixion of Jesus is particularly helpful <laughs> to know that even when things are tough, that, that Christ himself um, has done it all for us. I mean... Uh, this isn't a time to to uh, omit the preaching of Jesus. It's the very time for the preaching of Jesus. Yeah, look, and here, and I found it here after the course. This is in the bridge. It says, "Well, I'm broken, but I still see your face." Ah, there this it is. is. The idea is that, uh, uh, that that's the mystical content. There is that in in my trouble. What I'm doing is working myself up out of it by the praise song, so that the song itself is giving me comfort. But we don't want to find comfort in our singing, even in our praising. We find comfort, like you said, in the blood of Jesus and in his promise that our sins are forgiven. So so that's right. Look, uh, things look bad, but Jesus is still dead and raised. You know, that's that's what we got to say. All right. Uh, law gospel, um, real quickly. Not much. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm broken, but it doesn't get to the point of sin, so it can't get to the point of grace. Okay. And Just then- like I'm busted, but I'm picked up. And then explicit false teaching has already been addressed. So we're going to have to render this song crunched as well. Thank you for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Where the points are like getting your anthropology from praise songs. (laughs) Did you get that? See how I used the buzzword there? You've been listening to Table Talk Radio. The views expressed on this show are that of the hosts and do not reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like your feedback on today's show. Call us toll-free, 1-800-385-SOLA. That's 1-800-385-SOLA. Or send us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org. You can listen again to this show or any of our past shows on our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio.